Hi friends, this is the Be Real Babe podcast, a place where your average Canadian wolf pack come together to talk about life stresses, messes, and successes. A safe space where being yourself is the ultimate goal. Each week we will bring you new episodes sharing our opinions on a ton of different topics in hopes we can get a better understanding of ourselves, each other, and this crazy world we live in. We want to build a community where we can show up as ourselves, be real, and lay it all out there. By sharing our opinions and experiences, we hope to reach others who can relate so we can all help each other learn, grow, and heal. But please keep in mind, as a disclaimer, none of us here are professionals, no one is giving any advice. We are strictly speaking of our life experiences, our opinions, and for entertainment purposes only. Now, with that being said, it's time. So grab your drink, grab your joint, and let's jump right in. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Being Real With. This is a new segment of the Be Real Be podcast where we bring on some of our favorite, most amazing guests to come back and share their life experiences, their opinions, anything that they feel like talking about. If you guys have been here from the beginning, you know how we started and we started by talking about human experiences. And now we've gone a little bit far off where we start talking about conspiracy theories and government conspiracies and corruption and all the weird things of Hollywood and all the weird things we find on the internet. We've been really, really missing human connection and getting to know our guests, getting to know our community, letting you guys get to know them, sharing just everything, just being real and having those moments and connections and just just human, you know, human, community, all that kind of stuff. So excited for this segment, you guys. So this is actually episode 107 and you guys... This is just really cool how this one worked out, and you'll see when we jump on to our guests, but like I said, guys, new segment of the Be Real Babe podcast, and this episode is Being Real with Holly G. If you guys can, take a moment, like this video, subscribe, turn on the notification bells, make sure that you're sending us some love on our Instagram page, on Facebook, and Pinterest. If you have any episode suggestions, you want to jump on for your own segment of Being Real with, we would love to have you. But that being said... Let's get on to the show because this was just oh awesome. I'm so excited for you guys to be a part of this segment and these series and yeah, let's get on to the show. All right, babes, in studio today for our very first segment of Being Real With is a very special return guest, y'all. I'm just so excited. Her name is Holly G. Hi, babe. How are you? Hey, girl. How are you? I'm Wait, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, good. but sorry. Yeah. Good. Fabulous. <laughs> I'm great. I'm all this. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for being number one on our new segment. Thank you for having me. I was like, why haven't I even like, it just kind of came together and I was like, oh my God, she's going to be busy. Let's just, let's just try. Let's just try. And you're like, no, I was like, the universe, you always open up for me and Holly G when we need to get together and talk and catch up. Hell yeah. <laughs> so like, now, I was like, you literally got the show so that you can make people carve out time to catch up with them. I'm thinking about this now. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right? Because it's like, you know, we all get so busy in our lives and it's like, okay, if I book a episode, then, you know, that's it. I'm in the schedule. I'm booked in. I got my time. And this is a catch up episode. Hell yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. We didn't drag you into the conspiracy theories and uh, government corruption, but we did drag you into all of our human experience um, episodes and the beginning of our foundation. So thank you for that, dude. Like, yeah, just if I never yeah. said it enough, then thank you. I, I mean, I was still contributing, I feel, I feel to your conspiracy theories. Oh, that was the our stories was, like, are wild because of Holly G. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. 
And um, you are an OG man. Like I, oh, yeah. I, I going going through. There's a couple OG babes. You were at the foundation of our human experience and really helped us. Um, create the space we were looking to have with with real talk and I don't think without our first couple season guests like you and Courtney and Aaron and you know the return guests we would have been able to be in season five ha huh. so yeah man like thank you thank you for thank you. being on our platform and sharing all the time thank you so much for having me I'm stoked I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So y'all, if you don't know, actually, before we get going, because I just assume everybody knows you. <laughs> I don't remember. We got a lot of new guests. <laughs> we got a lot of new guests coming on guests, new listeners. So before we get into um, all the episodes and the catch-ups, catch-ups hmm, uh, from those, uh, let's tell the community a little bit more about Holly G. And uh, so everyone can uh, understand why we're so obsessed. <laughs> no pressure. Um, so I'm Holly. Uh, I'm a hairstylist from home. I have a home space studio. I am a mom of two awesome little ladies. I also have two dogs and a bunch of fish. I actually just got three more fish. Um, an obscene amount of houseplants. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm not really good at selling myself, but um, I fun fact. Fun fact, like I love ramen. Like I feel like it should be its own um, food group mm -hmm. and I can yeah. touch my tongue off my nose and that's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got. That's amazing. Well, we'll get through it more and more. I know I, I hate doing it. That's why I make, I make my guests sell themselves so I don't have to. Do you see what I do here? I, uh, other I totally on, see so it. To, right? That's why yep, you have to be yep. the host because like you don't have to. I'm actually going to be a guest on, a, on another podcast here in a couple months and I'm like oh, really nervous because I'm like wait hold on I have to answer the questions. Yeah right. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> this is hard guys. Sorry I do yeah. this but let's uh, <laughs> let's play some catch up. So for those that don't know well me and Holly we go back. We have known each other through lifetimes. We are December babies. We're Sagittarius yeah. babies. We line up on every angle possible. We are artists together. Like, yeah, you're not good at selling yourself. I'll sell you a little bit. So Holly is also <laughs> an amazing artist. She has any time that I would have been like, I have a concept, I have an idea. Can you just like model for me? It's like, absolutely, let's go. Like we've had so many creative projects. And this is why I really love that you're on this part because this is where I'm at creatively now. I don't shoot anymore. Me and Frank aren't doing our thing. I guess this would be new Frank. So we got to come up with a new name, a new Frank. Yeah. Um, but it just, it amazes me that when you have creative friends that you can literally like loop them into any creative project you have. Um, and I feel like that is like the core of our friendship, whether it's been like, Hey, I need you to do like a quick dance routine for, uh, the creative arts or, ha. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have this costume and I really want to do these photos. Can you come over with your camera or whatever, you know, or like, Hey, Holly, I need you to fix my hair. Like, you know, it's just, it's been really yeah. cool. So there's a little, I would, I would fly this babe out to do my hair if flights weren't so fucking expensive. Like, uh, you took care of me in that way. So many ways. So anyways, I'll sell you a little bit more. I hope that was a, a little bit better. And I, uh, if you go back and like find my photography page, you will find Holly and her family all over the place. Cause it's been so long, but I used to take photos of her family and stuff, and now it's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm over it. <laughs> Everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. That is the one thing I'll say I miss about Grand Prairie the most is being there with you guys because I felt like I always got to be a part of those, like, creative moments, but those, like, cute family moments, like when you and Sean first got together. And, oh, yeah. Like, anyways, whatever. I'm not crying. Uh, okay, so welcome to your first video show with us, babe. So um, 
we found Thanks. out a little about, about you. You said you're doing good, hairstylist, but also you added a few things. One other thing I'll say about Holly is that she doesn't stop learning. And I'm sure since you've been on the show, you've added some services or some sort of schooling to your knowledge base. Is that fair to say? Um, so I did my Reiki certification since I've seen you last. Um, so I'm offering Reiki and tarot and Oracle card readings. I also, over a lockdown, I started making candles and scrunchies and just reworked material clothing. That didn't make any sense, but any like reworked clothing reworked into yeah, products, you know, I'm just having fun with it and just getting weirder. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just getting, but can I can turn it into a song. Right. And I, I became an educator. So I've um, added workshops and stuff like that to my, my resume. Um, but also I'm educating for the color line that I use and I get to go to Montreal here in like a couple of weeks. So that is Oh, Montreal, c'est bon, c'est bon. That would be nice. Yeah. All set. Yes, we love it. Don't. See? Oh, and she goes, oh, not much to say. <laughs> oh, well, good thing I'm following along and I can just remind her of all the accomplishments over the last little bit. Jeez. <laughs> Go, a little bit more. Just, I got to pull it out of you a little bit, right? but uh, that's awesome. I'm so excited. I love that. It was really cool to see that for you because I know like, you know, the pandemic was fucking hard and we'll get to that after because that was one of the episodes, but I just, it's just been really cool to see you have all these like, you know, um, opportunities and anyone that's in front of you, you just take it and you go and you like me, you're like me, you're like, fuck it. Let's just add another one to Why the not? pile. Like what's busy? <laughs> what does that even mean? The state of what mind. Does mean? What is life? Right? What is time and space? Like, fuck this. Um, so <laughs> let's run through Holly's episodes um, and all the ones and see where you're at now right. um, since things have probably changed over the last couple of years. So first episode we had Halls on was episode eight, the guest um, episode about depression. And so how, for one, how did it feel doing that show? The first one that you did about such like a, let's say at the time, especially a vulnerable topic. Ooh, um, it was definitely a heavy one, but it felt really, really good to talk about it because I thought for the longest time that the, what I felt wasn't valid enough, if that makes sense. Like I was basically like, Oh, it could have been worse. I could, and you know, why, why should I complain about it when people have it so much worse than I do? Um, but it's, it's nice to be able to, um, talk about it because I know there's other people out there like me. It's, it's, you know, especially when you're wearing Northern Alberta, it's still winter here. It's still cold it's snowing today um seasonal depression has got me in the sads i am i have not wanted to like actually leave my bed or shower in weeks i, I do it i force myself because i have no choice because i have tiny humans but it's uh it's just real life right um so i'm really i was really happy to talk about it and i've had so many people reach out saying that they have experienced similar things so that makes me feel really good too knowing well. that not yay, but, but no, but like, like I, yeah, oh, no. but like, like, but, but yay, because you're not so alone, right? And that makes you feel yeah. way better as a human to have those yeah. kind of connections, yeah. right? Yeah, so. yeah. And so outside of the seasonal depression, just BT dubs, uh, I thought that was just an Alberta thing. It follows you to BC uh happened here like oh my gosh I was like oh seasonal depression will be gone once I moved to British Columbia um you grew up there you knew that and I just thought maybe it was the island because like port is like a small like hole right where it's just like rain and so I was like maybe it's just part Alberta no I moved to a desert bowl that does the same thing like and it, it's beautiful here don't get me wrong but it's still like I don't want to leave the house I don't want to see people I'm like Especially like now that like, like, like passports are dropped. I'm like, oh, you have to go do things. And I'm like, I don't want I don't to want do to. things. I want to stay 
right. They don't want to put pants on. 100%. They're like, screw pants. <laughs> screw pants. Like, I know. 100%. Oh, let's go with the norm. No pants. Right? Uh, but um, outside of seasonal, how do you feel? Like, do you feel like where you were two years ago? How is your depression overall? Is that improved? Oof. Well, um, I was doing really good there. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I was doing really good there Sorry. until... Um, June hit of last year, my dad suddenly passed away. Uh, with that came a whole other um, realm of yuck. Um, it was sorry, I might cry today. I'm hoping not to. She had this on. Camera, I know. I was. Like, I, I was, was trying not, not to. to. But um, I was trying not to. <laughs> right? But I think it was like a whole lot of. Um, it was the unexpectedness mixed with guilt, mixed with like. The sh- I should have done this. I should have done that. And my mom, love her dearly, but we have not seen eye to eye about things. So, um, and then being so far across the country, so I don't know if that would be more so grief, but it kind of kind of propels into the depression side of things because I'll just be like making breakfast this morning and I cried because I couldn't make it like Dad did. Right? I'm just like, ugh. Anyways, um, so mostly also it's good. It's good though. Like you, it's good to let it out. Like I'm not, yeah. I have no idea that don't get me wrong, but like, I hope you give yourself grace when those moments come because like, you know, you just, you're allowed to, I know. you're absolutely allowed to, you know, yeah. I get it though. Yeah. And it, um, it just, I'm trying to put the words to the things and they're not really working, but I'm trying. <laughs> But what are these words, my brain? Um, but like some really beautiful things have also come from it. Like I actually launched my dad's and daughter's hair workshop. It was inspired by my dad like years and years and years ago. Um, but of course, COVID happened and all of that. And that just happened on Saturday. So that was amazing. And then I started doing a grief circle and a sacred rage ceremony to actually be able to work in our emotions and get them out into a sacred safe space. So that feels better and you're not so isolated from it. So on a scale from one to 10, I'm probably like a six or a seven on being okay ish. Like I, I worry about myself occasionally, but I'm, I'm functioning. Um, there's definitely a caffeine addiction in there. Um, but we're, and I'm, and my, my relationship with food isn't great, but like I'm, I'm doing the things. So I feel like that is in itself success. Like, I don't know another way to put it. Oh I would just God. really like some vitamin C or vitamin D, yeah. vitamin D, sorry, and some ocean. So maybe yeah. vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> you heard her. I didn't say it. She said it. I don't yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Nice. But I think, it's, I think it's fair to say just from the outside, and I know this is like such a bullshit thing to say, is like from the outside it looks like, but I just feel – like outside of like your dad, I'm gonna say, I'm so sorry. I know that I tried so hard not to bring that up in a space and let you do it. Um, but like outside of that, I, I feel like you've just grown exponentially. And like, you really went from a like, why not? Why is this happening? We're in the same space. Like what, not in a like victim mentality, but just like, what the fuck? I can't catch a break to like, wow, all these things are actually kind of beautiful in themselves once I can grow from it and see that outside of like obviously losing your father, totally different. But I just feel like I see that so differently. So it's like even in this biggest moment that would be the hardest, I wasn't as worried about you as I would have been two, three, four years ago. And it was just like, oh, this really fucking sucks. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, I know she's going to find 
something out of this in in for him for her for family and like I just felt like not okay that is a terrible way to say it but do you know what I'm saying I like, do I, I was do. like you know you know what I mean you don't have to worry at that level you're just like she will make it through this and I and she is going to ripple that out and help others and you have when I seen that fucking rage group I was like that's what I'm talking about and it's like you know so like I'm just really really proud on the outside I feel like of course that is depressing and of course the moments in Alberta are depressing but not in the depression that I seen Holly G like years no years ago for sure yeah and I um thank you that's gonna that's making me tear up you're just the sweetest but uh... (laughs) I'm like you're gonna cry too stop (laughs) (laughs) but like I uh I, I'm still not medicated. I that feels good for me. I, I mean, I have my hot and cold moments with my kids, but I also feel like that just comes with the whole start, like parenting in general. Um, but other than that, like, I feel like I'm I'm surviving, right? Like I'm 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 okay. I and if I'm not okay, I'm gonna be okay. And I think that's where I'm at. Like, of course, like I'm stressed out about shit. The world is shit. The world is falling down around us. So for me to try to like keep my head above water. Okay. So this is the best comparison I can think of. And I probably used this before, but you remember back in the day when we used to go party at the bars and her hair was all pinned up. And then by the end of the night, you party really hard. And there's this like one really sad Bobby pin just hanging out right here. I feel like I'm the one sad Bobby pin just hanging out, holding on for dear life, still, still there. But like still she's rocking. struggling, she she's she's yeah. a hot mess, but she's struggling, but she's still there. That's where I feel like I'm at right now. That's probably the best representation of my life. I'm just like the sad bobby oh. pin hanging out after a night of drinking. Like, <laughs> well, at least you were a part of it, right? Like you can't say that you're the boring, stuck up one and the bun that never sees the world, right? Like you're the like you you know you're the daredevil. You're the one that seeks danger and lives on the edge. Right? I love that. <laughs> Well, hopefully us in the universe can just slowly put you back up there and you'll feel a little bit more stable, but uh, that's a great comparison. I'm never going to look at my hanging bobby pins without your face on it anymore. You're welcome. But good for you though, dude. Like, um, I know for everyone, they feel differently. I'm just not a person that likes to be medicated anymore, no, no matter for what. Um, and I know you feel the same way. So like kudos to you over the last couple of years, it's been fucking hard. I'm sure most people that have started at the pandemic with some sort of mental illness really had to like use their tools, use their community, use their support systems because I was fucked up. Right. Like, uh, so good on everyone that went into it or developed and has come out and been like, I hope y'all feel stronger. I feel stronger. I don't know about you, but I'm like, fucking come at me, bitch. Come, I, out, come at me close. I feel like equally strong and equally crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm like, should I be medicated? Like back. at the same time, like, yeah. what, like <laughs> is this like, when am I going to get out of the simulation? Is this real life? Is this real life? Yeah. Like what Did is I, happening? Is there acid in my water? <laughs> right. Like, 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 oh, 100%. <laughs> the lights it's purple there's lights everywhere I don't know what's going on that's amazing though thank you for that so yeah that's like kudos to everyone too that you know had depression through all of that and has come out like you know at least more aware of it I I became more aware of what it would feel like to have depression that was my first like understanding of what it could feel like just on a small level so it really gave me a lot of uh empathy to understand what people that go through it every day and like on a very high level. So that was a very eye opening moment for me. So kudos. So next one, my favorite one, birth control. 
this one is one me and you have been um talking about our, i think our almost our whole entire friendship has been like our women health yeah like we've been very honest about like our vaginas and our ovaries and such and what we do with them and whom we do it with <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, so how did it feel about speaking truthfully about birth control and how do you feel about it now so i still feel the same i'm still not on birth control i actually don't even track on flow anymore i've kind of like so i heard i watched this documentary or like i don't even know i fell down the rabbit hole of some sort and flow is actually tracking everybody's information so that made me feel like ew and I was like, no, we're just going to do it old school. So I'm actually managed to sync up with the moon now. So I know when my time is coming, how like witchy, how witchy does that sound? Right. Just like, I just sunk up with the moon. But like for real, I actually did. Um, so I'm actually That's like awesome. actually on a regular period since I like, and I haven't had that since I've had Ray. Usually they're out of whack based on stress and blah, blah, blah. Of course, with COVID bullshit and all that. Um, but I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm documenting everything. I'm like my, my just planner. So I have like a little dot for my period and then a couple extra dots that is like extra heavy. And then I'm even like putting in there when I'm having sex or when I'm like having sex with myself or like, you know, I put everything in there so I can document how I'm feeling. Um, just because I want to be able to look back if I have something come up, um, I'm still pushing for another baby. So I'm like this way I can kind of keep track. I make them really cute. Should I have one right now? Probably not, but they're really fucking cute. So (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's, it's, it all meant to be. Just leave it out for the universe. And if it happens, it's like, well, pfft, uh, that's, it happens. that's okay. We did that with Reina and she just uh, appeared. So I know that's not how that works, that's but funny. like, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> you like run to the door and there's a baby in a basket. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been like tracking it super old school and that feels good for me. I know that's not always going to work for everybody. Like I know, I think my sister, um, she's still on birth control for her periods and that is, you know, each to their own, whatever you want to do with your own body. I just know that not being on it feels a lot better than being on it. Um, I know, oh my God, yes. um, after having had Rena, it took a really long time for my hormones to level back out. But other than that, like I'm feeling really good about it. Like I still, I, but I can recognize too. Like right now I know I, my period is going to happen next week. I'm starting to get pimples. I was crying for no apparent reason yesterday. Um, you know, shit like that. So like, I can kind of like notice now in myself, I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Next week is the end of the month. Period's coming. We just had a, a new moon or something yesterday. So I was like, Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's nice though. Yeah. You feel like super empowered and it's like, yeah. it's up to your body and your cycle to do when it naturally needs to, not when a pill is stopping to suppress it and you're just having this pretend bleed. Right. And I think my biggest craze is like, I knew birth control was bad back then because of all the shit it did to me, but learning more and more. And as an adult now seeing it, I'm like, yeah. holy shit. Like, and just, ah, and it, it pisses me off too, because they sell sex so much and it's like, but you don't want to have a baby, which, you know, no, we don't want a bunch of teenagers doing that, but they sell sex so much. And it's just like, oh, here's a quick, easy thing to like prevent that. But no informed consent of like, oh, by the way, you might not have babies when you're older. Right. Oh, by the way, this might gain you, you might gain a bunch of weight or it'll like take acne away, but it doesn't actually, it's just like holding it back. And when you get off of it, it's going to take years for that to clean off. Like finally, I'm finally after years getting rid of it, but I have to like 
eliminate gluten. I have to be aware of dairy. I have to be very careful of what I eat now because my hormones are fucked up. And it's like, mm-hmm. would we all be like this and allergic to this stuff if we didn't have that? I'm not, I'm just saying like, these are questions I have. That's fair. And I feel that. People don't want to, people don't want to look into that because that's not cool. It's not sexy. It's not, you know, like anyways, I'm glad you're still feeling that way. Oh, and yeah. yeah, you do. You feel in tune with your body totally. you immediately like, or you're like, Hey, I'm getting kind of crampy. Hold on. And you're like, oh, I just had my period two weeks ago. Oh my God, I'm, I'm about to ovulate. Yeah. Ding, ding. Okay, you so know, like- I had the wildest thing happen to me though. Like back at the Christmas, we had the big Christmas farmer's market show and I I was, I came there. Like I went there. I was, <laughs> I came there. I was a vendor there. <laughs> Back this train up. Well, yeah, that was, that was a little much. No, no, I went there as a vendor. Uh, but I walked in through the doors and I never had this happen before, but I had my period a couple of days prior and it was over. It was done. I wasn't like, I never took any backup stuff with me. I was like, oh, I'm feeling really confident. Walked in there. Um, next thing you know, there was blood down to like my knees of my jeans and my, my period just randomly came back. And I guess I wasn't the only vendor that that had happened to, but the energy was so whack in that arena that it was just like bouncing off the walls. And I had like, I think there was like two or three other vendors who had to go home and change because their freaking periods just randomly showed up, which was the weirdest, but like 70% of those people who were there were females. So all their energy of all that stuff, we all sunk up together and our periods came back. And I was like, what is this bullshit? What is this? So I'm like, oh. I didn't ask for this. I was like, my period. I would do this. I already did this. Like, I, was I, like, I put in my time. I, but yeah, I did my time. I had my week. Like, let me have my freedom back. But yeah, no, it was wild. So, but I was like, of course, this would happen to me. And I, and I'm in like nice light pair of jeans, right? Like, can't hide it. Have to like scoot, scoot myself out the door and just like leave and come back, right? Like, it was brutal. But I'm just like, huh, it's really interesting to see because. I'm not trying to put this in people's brains, but maybe more than half of those people were vaccinated or um, maybe more than half of those people, it was just the energy of the room. So it just affect all the females in a weird way. And then we were all just like, oh, we sunk up to the things and the energy is whack. So here we go. Bleeding out. Awesome. Love that for us. But no, that was wild. I- I do that at work and then I'll have it with the girls in the podcast. I'm like, how does this work when we're not even close to each other? So I do definitely agree that it has to be like some sort of like body just knows. Like it's just like some sort of like natural instinct that it's just like, okay, it's time that we all do this. Because like you said, I think back in the day, we all sunk up to the cycles of the moon and the cycles of like, and we we slept and woke when the sun came up and down, but we're so far from that lifestyle, you know, that, and so when we get closer to community, to all these people, um, you know, I think that that has a huge effect. I also do agree because it is data recorded that people are menstruating differently that are vaccinated or those that are around. So you put that all together and the energy of Christmas and stress and all that, like it's bound to happen. So tip, tip, Always just have some tam- extra tampons I guess or so, right? underwears <sighs> or cups or whatever the fuck you take. Just always have one in your pocket. Right. Snacks and tampons. Always. Snacks and tampons always. And the shittiest part is, too, this is an overshare, but I don't like underwear. So, of course, I wasn't wearing any. So, like, I couldn't even, like, pop a – I couldn't even pop, like, a pad or anything in there. And I never even had any of that shit with me because I was so confident. I woke up that morning feeling good. I even had a bath before I went. And I was like, ooh, we're going to have, like, a really good yeah. bath. We're going to feel really good about today. I just, like, did the hype of it. I hate that so much. Hype up in the mirror and all of that not even thinking that I should bring anything else with me because I didn't even feel crampy at all I just stood up and I was like did I just like 
bleed out? Like, what just happened, even? Like, <laughs> am I dying? Like, is this, I, dying? Like, I know I'm not pregnant because I just went through a full week of bleeding. Like, so what just happened to me? Like, like, what's happening here? Just, just bleeding out. It's fine. Shit. Anyway, and you're just so excited. I hate when you tell your spouse to, you're like, oh, it's over. We're good and then, now. Like, a couple hours later, you're like, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> whoops don't ask me how i got that wrong <laughs> right like uh being a woman i don't know why anybody on their right mind wants to bleed but anyways <laughs> next one episode 17 childbirth i don't think you've had any surprise babies since the last time you've been on the show no okay no 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 any diff any thoughts on childbirth has your thoughts over since you've had ray changed because i know like a lot of girls i know would say like they would never, for example, look at a home birth ever before, but now that's something that they'd maybe consider. Have you changed your thoughts on childbirth or do you feel like you would, you know what to do? You sounds like you want to do it again. You come oh. to it again. You're like, I'm fucking doing the same thing. Well, like I heard a horror story about Grand Prairie a while ago that they had a doctor here who actually sewn somebody's vagina up after childbirth and that terrified the shit out of me. Yeah, that face. I was like, how does it even happen? Like, what the hell? So, I mean, I'm a little bit wary. Like, my OBGYN, I don't think she's delivering babies anymore. So, that kind of makes me a little eh. Because I was like, well, I don't want to do it without her because I don't want to meet anybody new. But, um, no. <laughs> right? But, like, for me, unfortunately, Driver. right? Like, for me, I've already had two C sections. So, um, for me to have a third, it would be my last. And I would probably have to do a C section again because I don't have the proper muscles and all of like the scar tissue I don't I wouldn't want to like risk the chance of pushing and ripping that all open because then I'll be like two, like a double hit with that but like Raina was supposed to be bigger than what she is I probably could have pushed her um but like yeah. for me c-section for me I feel I was able to heal better the second time so if I was to do it again I would feel more confident and at the same time I would probably get my tubes tied or something along those lines so I feel a little bit more confident about not having a whoops and then my body not being able to <laughs> deal with it you know what I mean um Absolutely. so um just for like the trauma for myself I feel like that is more so just trying to protect my future self and not if you're already in there you might as well um <laughs> why go back for another surgery like why right, you know exactly. you might as well just heal at the same time and like and you never you know you know if you're good with that number and you have been good with that number then like why tempt fate in a moment you know like might as well just get it done yeah heal once like you know price of shit is like going up so you know like yeah but still that's good that's good that you have 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 a better view for it now you've like you know you're more excited you're not like traumatized or anything like that. Not yeah. to be like that, but some are like, I'm never doing that shit again. Well, like the first time around <laughs> was, anyway. right? Like, the first time around was like super traumatic. It was emergency section. The second time around, it was a plan section. And they still managed to like, when they went to go put like the, the thingy in my back, they messed up like 15 yeah. times. And all I could feel was like, ow, because like, they were like, oh, arch your back. And I was like, I can't, I'm so big. I can't arch my back. Like, wh where do you want me to go? Like, I'm just like this. Like, what? Am I supposed what? to punch her in? Like, like 100%. So, like, I mean, still trauma each way. Maybe stuck in. Like, still trauma each way, just different levels. And I think this, the biggest thing for me the second time around is that I had a really awesome supportive spouse. Like, I can't talk Sean up enough. He, I never, I never changed a diaper for the first couple of weeks. We flew across the country after she was born. He was just dad mode, instant in love, and just like, like he's a real VIP here. Like 
I don't know. I don't think I would have been able to do it the second time around if I had somebody like my ex, unfortunately, not trying to bad mouth him, but no, yeah. Some people just start in a space. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, yeah. yeah. And he's, and I remember that too. I remember how much you talked him up and how, how grateful you were for him. Yeah. You could just see it, you know? And so I bet you for him, he was like, he's probably like double excited. Cause he's like, Oh, the nerves from the first time pff, I got this. Like, I'm already like pro dad at this, you know, I already yeah. know what to do. I feel like, you know, any, any bit of that little extra trauma that you had, you feel extra, extra supported because when you went into that, you didn't know either how he was going to be. Most people don't. And then now he's shown, shown, bright, shown bright like a diamond. I don't know where that. Shown, 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 shown bright. And now, <laughs> shown bright. Uh, shown you, shown bright. Um, and uh, now going into it, you have even more confidence yeah. of, you know, how he's going to be his himself as well. And then also the girls are at that age, you know, if it happens in the next couple of years, they'll be even more excited, you know. Um, then, you know, Zadie probably was the first time. Cause I remember doing the gender reveal pictures <laughs> and she was not excited. <laughs> she was like, Oh God, I mean, to share my mom. Like, are you serious? Like unimpressive life in and general. And now she's, yeah. I mean, they yeah. scream at each other, but I'm told like if siblings of fight, course. that means they're safe with their parents is what I'm told yes. because it means that they, yes. they know that they're not going to be shushed and like trying to figure things out, blah, 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 whatever. So they feel more comfortable. And with each other. And with each and other. With each other right? If, if, if they're not, if they're not arguing and fighting, then they're probably not spending very much time together. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, that's not great either because then that's just disconnection. Yeah. So no, I think it's, they're always going to boys, girls, girls, boys. 100%. It doesn't matter. Uh, people fucking fight. That's how they learn. That's how they grow up to learn their boundaries is usually at home with their siblings. And you know, problem like solve. that's not an acceptable thing to say yeah. and problem yeah. solve and learn to be different and individuals in a same common space. So I think it's great personally. I mean, like not all the time. No, 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 but yeah, punch them. 100%. Sure. Yeah. But... <laughs> There's got to be a little bit of it. That's totally. amazing. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're not terrified of it. You're going to do it again, and we will wait for that story. <laughs> and I'm excited for that whenever, whenever that happens. And I believe it'll happen when it's meant to. And uh, I think, yeah, I I'm excited. I think it'd be cool if there was a boy, but I also think it'd be yeah. hilarious if you had another uh, girl. We have names. And it was just like all girls. Oh my god! Right? Like Sean would just be outnumbered. Poor guy. But like at the same time, like he. We have names picked out, but like I was pushing for a ring first. So I was like, man, like I just want a ring first. I just, and like, that's not cool. only is it because I want it, it's because there's other like legal things after watching my, my mom deal with everything with my dad. I'm like, oh shit, like the house is under my name. It doesn't, like, if anything happened to me suddenly, um, what happens with my house? Like, where, what does that mean yeah. for you guys? And like all these other moving pieces. So I'm like, well, now I'm like, I had to get a will in order. I'm going to be a little bit neurotic, but I don't mean to, but I'm also f across the country from my family. Right. So like, if anything was to happen, I'm like, Sean, like, let's just go down to the courthouse and just like sign some papers and then it's legit. And then we can party about it later. Like, I just, like, can we just like, yeah. make this real, please? But like, also yeah. then I'm yeah. like, I'll, a ring first and then babies. And then I'm like, well, I mean, a ring might come later. That that's cool too. Like there's, yeah. there's some time in there before baby comes. And Sean's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "I know. I'm being annoying, but also, you I have also, nine months. I also don't want to be like my head is like I don't want to be forty having babies. And like I, there's already a big gap between my girls. So I'm like, damn. If I don't, if I don't do this like sooner than later, 
I'm just not gonna be able to enjoy my life in a free like but I know there's moving pieces, but I'm just being extra annoying. There's moving pieces. Yeah. But I love that. I'm just being I love extra annoying. Too, and I love I well, it's just I think for me to see where we were when we started our friendship, it was like me at the end of my marriage, you just fresh out of your like ex and relationship yeah. and just with a baby and just to where we are now. Like it's just super cool. So it's like I'm so proud of that. Just to, to hear all of this. I'm so proud of us. Look at Look us at being fucking adults oh, on, a, yeah. on a podcast. Let's keep going with this. Yes. So medical cannabis, your fourth episode, episode 27, we talked about medical cannabis. So how has your relationship with cannabis evolved? Good, bad? <laughs> okay, no, we're good. I just, I just laughed because I mentioned to a couple of my girlfriends, I was like, guys, I think I'm going to start smoking more weed. And I got gifted like pre-roll joints. I think Isla gifted me like a little mini bong with like already done up weed and like this like little tiny, like I don't. I don't, and this little pipe, like, I don't do those things. Like, I usually just smoke a pre-rolled joint. Like, back in the day, I used to be the one who rolled the joints. Um, and then I have, like, my vape pen and my CBD gummies. I can't find anymore. They are actually discontinued here. So, and I'm like, oh, I have to go into a weed, reach, ugh, a weed shop. But I will not go in there because... <laughs> I'm embarrassed and usually I have a toddler or somebody with me so I can't really just leave them in the car to go in so I actually got a girlfriend to go buy my vape and my vape juice because I was like I don't know what I want just surprise me make it good like I don't I don't know like just like I used to say like I used to meet people at the Honda convenience store and just get whatever they had right so this is weird like so yeah yeah yeah, right so I'm just like I don't know just do the things so um, I actually had a girlfriend gift me um she makes her own weed infused foods and drinks and stuff like that she gave me weed apple cider for (laughs) for Christmas and I sat down I think it was like a couple days after New Year's and I had like just like the bottoms of a little bit and I was talking to my mom and she was talking about how my sister's getting married next year and she wanted to surprise her. And I love my mom dearly, but she has some weird ideas for surprises for my sister's wedding. And I was like, girl, please don't do that. That's creepy. Trying to like talk her down, but also feeling it kind of hitting me. And then I had to like, I had to like, I cut her off mid sentence because I like zoned out and I tried to like stand up and I fell back down. Like I could not like, my legs wouldn't work. And then I was like, mom, I love you so much, but I got to go. And, like, I hung up on her. And then she was like, what is with you? I was like, honey, I think you need to put me to bed. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I had apple cider. I can't walk. And he's like, holy shit. Okay, here, I'll put you to bed. And then, like, I had, like, the, like, I'm, I'm not, like, I, I don't know my limit, so I don't know how to stay within it, right? Like, I just, I don't, I don't know. But, like, I, like, there's mornings that I'll, like, have, like, um, I'll, ha- I'll have, like, a joint in my car, not, like, a full one, because I also want to make sure I can drive, and, um, my kid goes to preschool, and I also don't want to show up stinking of weed, because they will not give me my kid back. Um, actually, they have that in their policy, actually. They don't, they don't give kids off to, well, like if you're impaired. So obviously if I smoked a whole joint, I'd probably okay. like, or if you could smell it off me, they'd be like, Oh, the Holly, like, you okay. Um, yeah. And the chances I probably wouldn't be okay if I smoked a full joint because I don't know my limit yeah. and I never had anything to eat that morning, just surviving off coffee. Um, so like there's, <laughs> there's some other things there that, um, no, but I, I still like it for my anxiety. I like to smoke it occasionally if I'm having a super like, stressed out morning um it's some me time sometimes I'll have it with like my coffee and that just feels good for me as I'm journaling um I find it also keeps me on task it I was diagnosed with ADHD last May and I don't think I told you about this but this makes a whole lot of sense for me 
So (laughs) this makes a whole lot of sense. Um, But like after having the diagnosis, I was like, oh man, some of my stuff isn't even mine. I thought this was cool things that Holly just did, but that's actually just parts of my fucking diagnosis. How stupid. Um, But she had mentioned um, she wants just me to go to therapy. And at the same time, Raina was a little bit younger, you know, like all these other moving pieces. So I was like, I think I just want to stick to smoking weed because for me, I can concentrate on what I'm doing if I'm smoking just a little bit because it gives me my hand something to do. My brain kind of concentrates on what I'm doing at that moment in time. So if I want to be creative or say if I want to clean my house, not like anybody actually wants to clean their house, but like if I need to, nice. if I need to, it'd be nice because I want to have an, a, a clean space. So I can have a clean mind or whatever that looks like a fresh start for the day. Um, I can smoke a little bit and then I feel like, fuck yeah, I can take on this day. Let's do this. Um, and that feel, that feels good for me versus, um, like I, f- I like to feel the highs and the low lows, even though they're high and low. It's like a roller coaster. Yep. And, um, I can sometimes I feel it all at the same time. So that's really fun for me. But I would prefer that than being numbed out because that was the biggest concern for me. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I dropped Marina on her head when she was little. I think I was only on Zoloft. There's the smallest dose of Zoloft possible. And I was multitasking with her and my brain just wanted to do things at the same time. And she fell out of my arms and hit the floor. And I told myself I would never go back on an antidepressant again, just because I didn't like how I felt in that moment. I didn't have control over my body. So me smoking weed is different. I can smoke it, apparently ingesting it in me. We don't get along just yet, but we're figuring that out. I do that. Edibles is a new world. Edibles is a different world. I just like make sure that I'm not the primary parent when I'm doing that. I just like, I and I said, next time I'm going to lay in my bed. So I'm already there and I'm going to have my snacks nearby and I'm going to be watching something on on my my laptop or something. So I don't have to move. And we like that. No, I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. That's just going to be when Holly can't I sleep. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's been good. And it's so, it's my favorite when people are like, you know, we're looking for those alternatives to pharmaceuticals because I was the same way. I mean, I've always been a stoner, but I thought pharmaceuticals will give me what I was missing. Yeah. But it actually took everything away from me. It took away my creativity. It took away my like joie de vie, if you would. Ooh. And it was just like where cannabis enhanced it. And, and you said like you focus on things. And with me, it was like, high functioning anxiety. It's like, I couldn't focus on what I'm doing because I'm like, I got to do all these other things too. Like where I think it's like very similar to ADHD, um, where you're just overwhelmed, right? Or you have so many tabs open where it's like cannabis was just like, okay, here's your list. Start at the first list and follow your way through. Very simple. You're complicating this. It's very basic. Yeah. Bring it back. Ground yourself. What do you got to do? What's priority? What's important? Not like, oh my God, I have all these things. And people always ask like, oh, why do you look so young? How are you so chill? Because I smoke weed. (laughs) That is why. That is the trick. That is the trick. This is the trick. And I'm not saying I don't fuck around with it and I haven't pushed the boundaries of it. We've all been there. We've all had, you know, our apple cider moments for sure. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you got to find your beauty in it. And uh, I think cannabis can be really beautiful for a lot of people. So continue on with that. I love it. Yay, cannabis. (laughs) Okay. Our fifth one, second to last one that you joined us for episode 37, parental pressures. So now that the girls are a bit older, how do you feel about parental pressures? Are they a bit different Ugh. than, you know, a little while ago? This is a weird Ooh, I had a weird, I had a weird moment earlier this week, actually. Um, like Z- Zadie's in like, 
a bougie school. I say a bougie because where she goes to school is like where um, all the all the fancier houses are, right? So basically, I live out of town and my ex lives in town. So we kind of meet in the middle and she does her schooling at a bougie school. <laughs> so um, the best way for me to explain it is I feel like I don't really belong there, if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like I'm just like, out in my like little modular slash trailer because people still call it that whatever and then um I just I don't know I sometimes I still get that like imposter syndrome of like I don't belong here like I I'm not fitting in with people and I I always reel myself back in knowing that this is where I'm meant to be this is this was like I love my house I love my house this is my it's mine like I get to have it it's so me I've turned it into being more mine so I just I know that that is not real, but it's like very much um, a conspire, like a, con- a conspiring brain thought that's just like, oh, Holly, you don't belong. Like, um, and then I met some new mom friends through Reina's preschool. Oh my god, I made friends. B, I made friends. Um, but like, I was <laughs> so weird. Wow, <laughs> making friends as a mom is the weirdest shit ever because it's like, well, making friends as an adult in general is like dating. So, um, yeah. just trying to find friends who actually have the same values um as parents is terrifying because i consider myself like a free free ish range mom right um like i let my kids do dangerous things carefully is what i like to to word it because i don't i'm not a, i'm not a helicopter mom i'm going to let them learn but i'm going to tell them like hey like make sure you're being I hate using be careful, but like at the same time, like make sure you're thinking with your mind and just, you know, kind of look everywhere when you're doing things and watch your step kind of thing. But trying to find parents that I get along with has been very interesting in the Grand Prairie, (laughs) but I'm making them now. I'm making them now. We've come a long way. um, And I think it was like, everybody is so open to talking about how, the past couple of years has really done damage on their mental health. And I think that is like, I know that's not great for us to maybe connect because of that. But at the same time, there's a lot of us who have had kids like Raina was basically a COVID baby. I had her. And then I see, you know, that same year we went into lockdown. So I never got to have those connections with people. Um, and our kids are not socialized as well as they should be because they missed out on the, all of that. Um, I look at Zadie and I'm like, God, she's such a weird kid, but I love that about her because I'm weird and we're embracing weird. But I also, I also feel like I want her friends to accept her when I literally have no control over kids and kids are brutal. So I'm like in that, like, cause she's eight and she's turning nine next month. Oh my God. But she's turning nine in like a couple of weeks, Brandy. Oh my God. I want to throw up. But um, she's writing her list of friends she wants to invite to her birthday party. And I'm like, okay, like she's got a couple of boys in there and I'm not one to tease her about boys, but her other house does. They're like, oh, I see your boyfriend. And I'm like, well, is he, like, is he a friend who happens to be a boy? And she's like, yeah, because I don't, I don't care. Like it, that doesn't phase me, but I'm just like, Ugh. and like, I used... A whole world, a new world at that age. Too. Oh my gosh. She's like eight, eight going on 16. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I asked her to put her laundry away yesterday. She's like, no. And I was like, you put away your laundry. You do not talk to your mom like that. She asked you nicely. <laughs> she's like, okay. So I, was, I was like, thank you, Sean, for being the bad guy and had to step in there. Cause I was being nice. Like, oh, it's just, uh, I can't wait for teenage Zadie. Like I cannot wait. I'm sorry. I said, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to live to see Ray- Zadie as a teenager. And she's like, what? And Sean's like, that means she's going to kill you, Zadie. 
<laughs> I was like, I mean, not like actually, like it's just something we say, but like, girl, you stress yeah. your mama out. Like, love you dearly, but you stress yeah. her out. Like, she's, she's. We just, might ship you to Australia for a couple years, right? Or like, a hundred percent. And I, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's definitely still some pressures there of just not fucking up my kids. I think is the biggest pressure of like letting them determine who they are without pushing my ideas on them. I want them to explore yes. and I want them to find themselves, but also I want to encourage them to do the artsy shit because that's what I do. And I, you know, like there's always still that part that I want them to do what I do, but I also want them to explore and find their own way. But like trying to find yeah. that balance is. Um, yeah. And I think just you being open to creativity yeah. just lets them be able to figure out, okay, like maybe I'm going to try painting and that's not for me. And that's okay. Cause I'm in a space that my mom lets me do that. And maybe I want to go play soccer and that maybe that's not for me. And I feel like the beauty of that is you won't ever make them be in a box that they're not sure they want to be in because kids change and that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to find boundaries and find what they like and find what they don't like and how to communicate right. with each other and with other kids and themselves and getting to know them. And I think it's super important that we don't get to, and I'm not a parent, so I'm fucking talking on my ass, but I think it's really cool when parents are like, you know, be you, I'm going to let you which is what my shirt says right now. Um, and <laughs> and like, I'll be here to hold your hand and I'll help you set up boundaries and learn. And, you know, if you like something cool, if you don't, cool. Like, you know, I think that pressure that parents put on kids is a lot of pressure that they put on themselves yeah. too, right? And once you remove that pressure of who you think your kid should be, who you think you should be as a parent and just go through it together, I think it's probably a lot more like less, a little less stressful and pressure yeah, feeling. Totally. Which is like you're not worried about making a mistake, quote unquote. Because yeah. what is a mistake? I mean, some fashion styles should never come back. There are some mistakes. There. Some children should not. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> like Fauci, he was a mistake. Sorry, Mrs. Fauci, that was a mistake. Um, so that's awesome. I'm really glad. And again, I think that all ties to your evolution as a person, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you don't feel like you have to like, yeah, it's, and you're in a place that maybe you don't feel like you fit in quote unquote, but you don't feel like you have to anymore because you have your people outside of that. And I think again, two, three years ago, Holly would have felt a lot different than now. So it's really cool to see that. Like you're like, okay, cool. This isn't really all me, but you don't want to be that. Cause that isn't you. And yeah. that's what makes you cool. In my opinion. No offense. Thanks. I feel like too, for myself, like I, I don't like to be put into a box myself so like for me to like want to fit in is like very outdated programming which I feel like just randomly comes yes. up because I have been like when I meet new people it's like I'm like oh like we're trying to find the things that we have in common but I'm realizing that um the things that we have in common are different because like some of these moms are stay-at-home moms who aren't working right now because they have younger kids or because of other situations. And I'm like, I'm a full-time creative and I have people who ha are, have like say their corporate job and then like their side gig. And then I've had, Oh my gosh, the amount of people who have told me that I'm doing too much in the past, Oh my gosh, six months be. And I'm just like, Okay, so this happened to me a couple of years back. Somebody was like, you're just hair and you're just makeup. Stick to that. And I was like, whoa, bitch, please fuck off and leave me alone. You don't, you don't get to choose how I do my life, right? And I'm that spiteful person. If you tell me I'm doing too much, I'm going to show you. I'm going to do more and I'm going to show you that I can do more. It's so funny. This camera right now makes me look like my eye is just so droopy on my end here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just actually looking at like how your hair just swoops like perfectly there. <laughs> my eye is just looking like real, real lazy. 
I'm still here. Okay. I'm still that. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think that's so funny because like for me, like I am a full time creative. Well, I'm a first full time mom first. Okay. My my kids don't pay me in money. They pay me in hugs and kisses and buggers and love. Right. Yeah. So then, but then my other part of me, like, is I'm a full-time creative. So what that looks like for me looks very different for other people. And I think for the longest time, I was trying to explain that to people who just are not going to get it. And I yes. was, it's just me wasting my energy. If you're not going to accept me for who I am, then bye. Like, I don't have that kind of time. I'm, I'm my energy is too sacred. And I, 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 no, I'm not willing to put my myself in a box if I want to explore and try new things fuck it I'm going to do that I actually I started decluttering I just I started publishing a book like I'm there's so many other things that are happening that are so freaking rad for me that I'm like if you're not going to be happy for me then just go away this is kind of where I'm at but I think that's the other part of yeah, me trying to fit in is because I'm trying to explain to people who are just not going to get it. Um, and I need to stop yeah. that because it's just a waste of time and energy. Yeah. It's either you get it or you don't and peace out. So, yeah. And like, come with me if you want to, if not cool, but this is who I am. And I'm the same way. It's like, I'll be like, Oh, I shouldn't post that because this new person just followed me and maybe we could be friends and maybe this will scare that person away. If I, you know, share this conspiracy or yeah. I share this about one opinion and then I'm like, but I don't want that person to like, I don't not to be that way. But if you're going to be scared of one story, then I don't really want you to be my friend because right. I am intense. I do talk about crazy shit. I am controversial. I do ask big questions and say the things that people are too afraid to say sometimes. And not to be that way, kind of not, I, you don't want to be close to me. I'm not going to be offended. That's cool. But like, don't, you know, I'm just not going to be that anymore. I'm just like, share it, full send. And you know, we can have a conversation. But if you're going to cancel me over one story share without having more discourse, then I don't really want you in my life because yeah. that means that you're too trigger-based and you're outside looking for reasons for people to piss you off, to validate why the world sucks. And I'm here to validate people with reasons why the world is amazing, even if shitty things happen. Right. Ew, I just did that clap thing. But yeah, you know you what did. I'm saying. Yeah, you did. So, like, I'm glad. I'm glad that that you're feeling that, right? Like we don't need to be in boxes. We've been no. mandated to stay in lockdown enough. Like totally out. So final, final, final episode, wrapping it up. Six episode, fifty-eight. Small business, big restrictions. We've heard some new new things, but how is hair and makeup and all of that? since like last year when you essentially were like, I don't know what the fuck I can do. Um, I actually removed makeup from my, 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 my services. I didn't, I don't like the way that the makeup trends are going. I love to, um, I don't even really wear makeup myself. So I felt like that was kind of like weird for myself to be like, Oh, makeup, but I don't even do it for myself. I think I did, um, like one wedding, but like for me, makeup is an expression of self, not to cover up flaws, not to contour the shit out of your face. You look different. Mine's more so like, to express who you are and show off your features, not to hide. Um, so hair has been awesome. I love what I'm doing. Um, I did that mentorship that I think I was telling you about last time um, with uh, Matrix. And then I, they took me on as an educator. So I got to go to Montreal last year. And I get to go again here in a couple of weeks, which is super exciting. Um, and I get to go into like high schools and salons and teach about those products which is super fun um and i don't know i'm just having a i only do hair three times a week right now and that feels really good for me fridays i filled it in with a quote-unquote real job only because um <laughs> i can take my kids to work with me um it's actually okay we're gonna laugh at this 
Um, so yeah, we're going to laugh. So the witch has the keys to the church. Um, I go to the church on Fridays. <laughs> see, see that they let you in there and you don't I burn don't down. Burn down. I know. Right. Okay. So I'm not one for actually like structured religion or anything like that, but it's a United church and they're super welcoming. And you know, all of those things that I thought that I was going to be judged for, um, they openly accepted me and my kids can be there. Honestly, all I'm doing is cleaning this little small church and doing up their services for every Sunday. So that feels really good for me. And I just fill in a couple of hours on Fridays and they pay me really well. And it fills in my gap that I was worried about service wise with this recession, because a lot of people are not getting the services that they were before. They're waiting longer between yeah. services and stuff like that. And it is really affecting my income because of that, which I understand everybody is going through it. So um, yeah. hair wise, awesome. Loving it. Reiki. I'm dabbling more with it. I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, I love energy and moving energy and I've always been moving energy. We just never really put a name on it. You know what I mean? Like I was, if you, if you kind of get your hair done, you're, I'm, I'm moving energy regardless if you know it or not. Right. So, oh yeah. yeah. Um, to be Different able to form a therapy, right? hundred percent. So we're just adding on to that and that feels really good. And then my my scrunchies and my candles. Okay, I got to tell you this because I'm really stoked. Uh, my goal for the year was to get my stuff in two new places for the year. Okay. I got my stuff in yep. two new places in the month of January. <laughs> and then I got myself in two more new places in the month of February. So I'm still like keeping that momentum going. I'm in four new places right now. I applied for a couple of big markets. Um, and I'm doing the big grand con that's coming here in July. So that's super stoked. Like I'm super stoked. I'm going to be doing some nerdy scrunchies and some nerdy candles and just like really getting my nerd on. Um, and like, this is a different side of my creative that I love to do because I'm still working with my hands. I get to work in the crevices of my day, working around my kids' schedules and I'm having a fucking lot of fun with it. So I'm just rolling with it. Yeah. I love that. And like, not to be this way, but it's just like, I kind of look at everyone that had a really hard time and it just seems like a year later, it's just like all these really great opportunities have come up and it's like almost like the universe is kind of paying back or it was like, was all that stuff helping to move you into a position to do all this stuff now? You know, yeah. like the positive of the pandemic was like, look at all these opportunities, although it did hold you back. And some people are still really hurting. I'm not saying that, but some people really have been shot forward into what they should like, should be doing. And it's just really cool to see, like, you know, look how your hair has gone from like, you weren't even able to have people in your house yeah. to now you're educating people on what you love yeah. and picking and choosing how much you have to work, not having to work and da, 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 da. So it's just, I think that's really awesome to see some of you that were so restricted and locked down now are open up to all these different things. And it's almost like, yeah, like I said, a thank you from the universe of being like, thanks for making it through. Here you go. I'm giving you this. You made it through. Totally. There's another opportunity. And like, for me, I'm kind of in the situation too, that if we ever were in the situation that we got shut down again, I feel more confident in what I have to offer. So I can turn around and launch workshops online and I can educate by distance. And now that I have made these incredible connections with other hairstylists across Canada, I can reach out to these people and we can, you know, do workshops together. And it has opened a lot of doors, not saying that it doesn't suck because yeah, it did. But you also have that moment of pivot where you're like, if I never got shut down, I don't know if I'd be doing candles and scrunchies because I had that time to find it. And now I have that time kind of built into my day and into my week to be able to focus on it. And that feels really good for me. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. And that's what I mean. That's why I was like, this is great. Look at look at all look at the look at all the glow up here, holy yeah. gee. Like, let's just take a second. <laughs> uh, I like, actually was like, this is gonna be fun for me. Not even just me, like no, that is so selfish. But like it was just cool because I <laughs> I really wanted guests that came on to feel empowered and to really like look back at their episodes and be really proud of being vulnerable, being honest, being like, I don't know what the fuck, but this is it. And then to then now see that growth. And I think we just got to see that this entire episode, you know, like the things that you were going for and were really like looking towards, they're really working out for you. And the things that aren't serving you anymore, you've dropped and you're like, this isn't for me anymore. And this is weighing me down. And I don't know if that's our age. I don't know if it's what we just went through. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. And I'm excited for it. Um, Do you have anything else, my love, you want to add to your being real with Holly G episode? Oh, I feel like you've covered all the realness that's going on in your life currently. I feel like I've covered most of what's happening in my life. And I feel like even though there's some stuff that I'm still dealing with, I feel like that doesn't go away. Um, I know like the, the biggest impact wasn't actually, okay, so it's going to sound woo-woo, but at the same time, um, I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> uh, I don't believe, I, as crazy as it sounds, like dad passed away with a massive heart attack. I am not um, opposed to thinking that it's COVID related, but even if it's not vaccine related, I believe that it was stress related. And I feel like COVID took a lot of things from us. So to see, to be, ugh, I don't want to jinx us, but like on the other side of it, it feels um, like I'm stronger. I feel like I'm stronger. And um, dad's passing has really opened my eyes to a lot of other things that I never would have considered within my realm of life in general. Like, um, all of the things of like my dad took care of the finances and my mom is trying to figure out life. So I know that for myself, that means I should get my financial shit together. And like all these other small moving pieces that I was always like wanting to do, but kind of like haven't done. And then it makes me realize, yeah, but it makes me also realize that life is short be vulnerable. Don't waste your time with shit that's not aligned for you because in one way or another, the universe is going to continue to show you that it's not for you. Um, but then like the universe actually has your back, right? Like that's my biggest takeaway from everything that's happened in the past a little bit. Like even though things sucked, I know a lot of people went through the divorces. Mine and Sean's relationship got better. You know, like me and him, we, we ended up having to hang out a lot together. We went through gastro with the kids. The kids all got gastro. We all went through COVID. Like we had a lot of things happen within the past couple of years that should have broke us, but we're here. We're standing. We're stronger than we ever have been. And I feel like, I don't know if that would have happened if the past couple of years happened. It never happened. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was like a push to be like showing you what you want, showing you what you need and let's see what happens kind of thing. And what's important and who's important. And like, I think this just opened our eyes to just like, I think all of us were on just like doing life and not thinking about any bigger picture. And it just kind of like hit us all. And we had, we got really humbled. We got shown what was important to us and was just like, you can keep living like this or you can have a whole new world. And a lot of us are like, fucking yeah, let's go. And I think that's so cool. There's still some people that are living in that old space and that's okay. But like you said, if you if you can come out of this, because it happened and shit is going to happen, mm-hmm. we cannot control that. We know this. Right. But you can control how you grow from it and how you're going to move on. And it doesn't mean that that shit's not going to suck and it's not going to hurt. You're not going to cry and you're going to be mad and fucking shitty stuff is going to happen. But it's always going to happen. Right. So like how yeah. do you rise above it? Right. How do you turn that pain into power? Yeah. How do you 
leave this place better than you came to it because at some point, unfortunately, we're all going to go. Right. And we just turn into alchemists. We take that, we take that yes. pain and we work it and into power and like, we just come back yeah. and we come back better. And it's, um, it's, it's okay. weird. I don't know if that is, I don't know if that is everyone, but I know that that's definitely myself. Like it's, it took a lot of pain to get me this strong, if that makes any sense. That yes. sounded really woo woo. And I think, weird, but... no, it's, <laughs> no, I don't even think that's woo. I think it's just, just like, even with like your body, you know, the harder you get you know beat your muscles the bigger they grow yeah it's the same thing with life like it's either you're gonna keep getting back up and you're gonna build and you're gonna grow on strength or you're just gonna let it beat you down yeah and it's a hundred percent a choice sometimes it doesn't feel like it but it is and time goes by and we heal and we grow and we share and we love and 2023 is a lot better start off than 2022. Well, I think we can all agree there. I mean, <laughs> to an extent, I think we all went through gastro at the beginning of January. So yeah, I hear you. But um, <laughs> I feel like it was like definitely our spring purge. I don't know if it was, I thought it was, I thought it was food poisoning for myself and Sean. But um, Reina yeah. was also very ill. And like, yeah, no, it was not a good time. But like, I feel like spring purge and a fresh start. And we're just gonna like, see the best of things, I guess. <laughs> What else do you do? You're like, okay, yeah. well, I can't really see it any other way. Like, oh, that's it. I can't do this negative bullshit anymore. I can't, I can't or else I'm just done. Can't no. live there. You smoke a joint and everything's great again. Just right? kidding. But I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, this was so awesome, Halls. Thank you so much for coming on today. This Thank was you. so great. Such a great catch up. Welcome to the beginning of season five. Uh, I'll let you know. Maybe we need to have Holly on for one of our like, you know, funner ones. We're talking about like cults this season Ooh. we're talking about fuck pharma we're talking Ooh. about government corruption we're talking about like the sex industry and where that started Ooh. and like how that's all messed us up so yeah maybe we need to have you on for one of those like i love the experience ones but you know we also align on a lot of this other stuff and i would like some of your takes oh i'm in this fucking crazy clown world so but guys follow holly g on socials. I mean, she's got like eight pages because she does so much. There is not one thing like you can go to Holly and I guarantee you'll see all the list of things she does and there's something that she's going to be able to do for you. Like, hands down. So, follow her. Follow us. Subscribe. Like, all the things we're supposed to tell you to do. This is not about social media and all that. These episodes are about these beautiful guests and these amazing stories and this inspiration and motivation that you don't have to be where you were or where you are now. The future is beautiful. Get inspiration from girls like Holly. Thanks, girl. All right, guys. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for stopping by the show today. We appreciate you so, so much. If you like this episode and you want to hear more, make sure to show us some love on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest page, the Be Real Babe podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube and Rumble channels. Like those episodes and turn on the notification bells. You can find our video version of the show on YouTube, Rumble, and Spotify, or you can catch the audio version on Apple and Google Podcast. But stay tuned for more realness coming to you soon. Until next time, babes.